Hi, Nahid. Welcome to 11 Questions. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Are you a tea person or a coffee person? <laughs> I'm a tea person, like, originally. The coffee I drink here is like Nescafe instant coffee, so I can't, it's a disgrace to call myself a coffee person. <laughs> but I can't, like, get, like, good desi chai in here so like I don't know like the tea bag thing doesn't do it for me I'm just like pathetically drinking like instant coffee all the time (laughs) if you could have the real chai with any person living or dead who would you choose I'd have to choose Arundhati Roy the god of small things is kind of uh, what turned me into a writer it's had such a huge influence on my life and I read it Every June or July, I do like a ritual reading of the book and I'm still surprised by it. I mean, it's it's going on maybe 15 years now or more, but I'm still surprised by it. I'm still amazed by it. It's a real like talisman for me. So, you know, I'd love to buy Arundhati a cup of tea and say thank you. Did you always know you'll be a writer one day? No, I've always been a reader since I was a very young kid. I found reading a way to escape and to kind of switch off and also sometimes just make sense of my life always had books around me but I think that I didn't give myself permission or rather I grew up in a place where there weren't a lot of there was no library um, there weren't like people weren't reading books and talking about books and talking about being writers and stuff like that so I really couldn't give myself permission to quote-unquote be a writer I thought that's just some fancy job that you know only very polished people get to do Um, so I think it was much later in life uh, that I kind of allowed myself to believe that I could be a writer and now that you are a writer it involves a great deal of creativity and discipline how do you juggle that with rest of your life uh very badly Um, I don't know. I think that I try to arrange my life around writing and I, I don't write every single day. I try to be as patient with myself as possible. The process is different for every person. So like some people just believe in sitting down and getting things down on the page and then, you know, editing later. But um, there are times when I just don't have the energy to to do that. And so I I try to be as forgiving of myself as possible and not get like upset or like, you know, kind of have inner voice that criticizes the fact that, oh, you're you're supposed to be writing if you're, you know, you can be a writer and not write is what I'm trying to say. Like you are a writer, whether you're writing or not. I mean, I try to have self-compassion. I don't always succeed, but it's definitely an ongoing practice to be kinder to myself. And now your latest book, A Mirror Made of Rain. Yeah, uh, the copy. Yep. Here it is. I love the cover. Thank you. Yes, I love now, it too. Tell us what it's about. A Mirror Made of Rain is basically, it revolves around the life of this young Indian woman named Numi. And it's about her growing up in a very small conservative town in India and how she's kind of living under the cloud or the shadow of a mother who is depressed and is, you know, is an alcoholic. And um, as the story progresses, Numi becomes more and more like her mother, even though she's trying to break free of the same, you know, the inheritance of that trauma. It's basically about how we are all conditioned to perceive ourselves through the eyes of others. So like how, you know, society is a mirror that we're constantly supposed to look into and like assess our self-worth. Were there any issues or topics close to your heart that you find important to include in your writing? 
it was important for me to be as compassionate and empathetic towards my characters who are not always perfect especially my main character nomi and her mother they are you know quote unquote unlikable women they have they struggle with addictions with self image um so it was really important for me to portray that in a way that exuded understanding and an empathy rather than judgment or kind of priming my readers to take one side over the other and when you were writing these characters was there something that was challenging for you i think just getting the language right was really challenging i am very uh, interested in language and i think that language is behavior so for me just getting the words really right on the page the sequence of words and trying to get as much as what was in my head onto the page and across to readers was the biggest challenge and what about the publishing part how was that like <laughs> well a lot of publishing is really out of your hands so you have to write the best book you can possibly write in my experience you have to have the book pretty much done by the time it it's sent out to your agent and your editors i mean first i mean there are many hurdles right like we can talk about this for hours but at the end of the day all you can do is write the best book you can write and everything else is kind of a mixture of luck and timing and various elements go into it we talked a lot about your writing and your book now outside of writing what do you like to do I'm a big gardener. <laughs> I love plants. So you oh, can, can see, see that little, little spider plant which is having spider plant babies. I don't know what what to do with them because there's so many. I'm going to have to like just cut them off at some point. But like um I really enjoy growing things. So yeah, I have, you know, I have an interest. It's a new interest, but I've really enjoyed tending to my garden and watching things grow and it just gives me a lot of joy and pleasure. and you mentioned that you are a reader first so yeah. now i have a tricky question if you were to be deserted on an island with only three books which <laughs> ones would you pick wow that is a very tricky question um well god of small things the god of small things is a no brainer obviously um then i don't know like it really depends on the year that i'm stranded on the island like if you catch like 2016 nahid versus 2020 nahid versus now there's so many books that mean so much to me but like if you ask me like on the spot which books do you want you know it's just like your mind just goes blah, like blank <laughs> so but the god of small things for sure 100% would be in that island for our last question if you were to pick one interesting life experience to share with us what would you tell us today So we were talking about the fact that i like gardening a lot it took me a while to understand why i enjoyed gardening so much and it was because there's no control you don't have control over what's going to happen once you put the seed in the in the in the ground the formula is simple like sunlight water blah everything but beyond that you have no control what is going to happen so it was a very nice lesson in like how to let go in a way of things but also be creative and i found a lot of parallels between that and and writing because even in writing you can sow a seed of an idea or like you know put down something on paper but you don't know what's going to happen and how it's going to grow and you kind of have to relinquish control finding that synergy between these two activities was kind of lovely for me 
All right, Nahid, thank you for answering my questions. Before we wrap up our chat today, if listeners want to buy your book or get in touch with you, how can they do that? All the usual, um, it's going to be available in bookstores. If there are listeners based on the on the East Coast uh, and, you know, based in New York City, I have events which are all on my Instagram page and I'm constantly like tweeting them out and stuff. So I'd love to see readers in person and I'd love to talk about the book. And, you know, I'm so excited for the book to be out in the world. Best of luck with your book. Thank you. Thank yeah. you again for being my guest. Thank you so Thank much. You. Bye.